This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everyone. It's your favorite podcast host here, Joe Redman, just letting you know that the TalkSport Fan Network is now proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. What a bowling! Scott Arfield! He's been threatening that recently! And all the Burnley players run to the Darwin end! Burnley win the next ball. It's Rory now. On the outside, he's on the Quickly finds Benson in space at the byline. Can Burnley get a goal here? Back for Brownell. Saved by the keeper. Burnley won it to the end. That is magnificent. They deserve that. Comes inside, comes up the shot. Oh, the goal! Manuel Benson once more. That is top class. Burnley have done it. Fantastic. Clarence deserved the championship title. They've been the best side throughout the campaign. Burnley have won the second tier. What a fantastic achievement. The players have been magnificent. Yes, hello everybody and welcome along to the latest episode of the Turfcast podcast pre-game show with me, Joe Edmund, head of this weekend's game against Fulham. The Cottagers are in town Saturday, 3pm UK town at Turf Moor. Now a lot of people are looking ahead to this game and looking at it as seeing it as do or die. But call me negative, but let's be honest, we're already dead and buried looking at that league table, everybody. So um, I won't be too despondent if we do come away with the defeat, but I completely agree. If we are going to get out of it, we're going to have to start picking up points, especially with the games we have coming up straight after Fulham. As you can see, I'm joined by Russ, and he is from Cottage Talk. How are you doing, mate? Thanks for having me on, my friend. Thank you. I look forward to talking to you about this match. 
Yeah, no, really excited to have you on, mate. Really excited to have you on. But just before we get started, I just want to remind you all that this season, the Turfcast Podcast pre-game show is sponsored by Green King Sport, where football is more than a game. Green King Sport venues are showing every single televised Burnley fixture over the 23-24 season. And we're with more and sorry, and with more than 900 sport pubs across the UK, it doesn't matter whether you're based in Burnley. Or Brighton, you can catch every single minute of the action. So keep an eye out during the season for events, offers, content and competitions that put you closer to the action. As you can see, we do have the Green King logo in the top left-hand corner. Russ, let's talk about Fulham then. Um, tell me about your season so far. Has it been one that you've been happy with? Been one that you've been a little bit disappointed with? How do you feel it's gone? Well, I would be lying to you if I told you I was happy. Uh, I'm actually not happy. And... Uh, it's funny because uh, I could go all the way back to this summer, to the summer transfer window, where Fulham had a huge summer opportunity to really do some damage in the transfer window to push forward. Instead, they made the decision to sell Mitrovic. Obviously, there was a lot of pressure from Mitro to for that to happen, but Fulham did not find a replacement for Mitrovic. On top of it, they ne- had other needs that they really didn't address coming out of the uh, summer transfer window. The yeah. best signing that they had was was uh, actually uh, Alex Awobi, which turned out to be a great signing. Uh, but for Fulham's situation, they need their best starting 11 each and every match because if they have one piece missing, the, the engine doesn't run correctly. And that's what you're seeing. That's why you're seeing this up and down season. Right now, Alex Awobi is at the African Cup of Nations. I would say that Fulham's best center back, Calvin Bassey, is also there with him. So you are now missing two quality players, and they are just lacking depth. And now you, on top of that, add the injuries that we can talk about heading into this match, which I'm going to be honest with you, gives Burnley a very good chance to get all three points. Because I don't know where the goals are going to come from now that Raul Jimenez is hurt. And like I said, we are missing pieces to start. And then you also have Harry Wilson that's out as well. So they've got some issues heading into this match against Burnley. Well, yeah, I, I were, that were going to be my next question, specifically Jimenez, because I've just seen the news now, I, just before we started, that he is going to be injured. I'm not going to lie, that is obviously great news for us. Um, he didn't play in the reverse fixture at Craven Cottage, if I remember rightly, and obviously we won there. We will get into that game individually in a minute. Um, sure. But what's the situation with Jimenez then? Because he is obviously your main source of goals, and I do think that without him, you, you will struggle to score. This uh, That's correct. To be honest with you, it's taken a while for Raul Jimenez to get up to speed. And I think part of it, along with Andres Pereira and Alex Wolby, have really worked together as a three, to be honest with you, working off of each other. So Fulham have gone from beating two opponents 5-0, scoring three against Liverpool, to scoring none. And I don't think it's an accident that whenever, say, Jimenez has been out, or Wobie's been out, they've just been lacking because of the chemistry that the three of these players together have really affected Fulham scoring goals. Along with Tom Kearney coming back, there, there are other pieces to the puzzle. But right now, when you take a piece out, and in this case, two pieces out, 
you're really going to struggle. So with Jimenez, I think it just took a long time for him to get the chemistry right with his teammates. Once he did, once they started playing for Jimenez and forget about how they were playing with Mitrovic, things started to take off. Because I think, I think it took the club a long time to figure out how to play Marco's style without Mitrovic to play to Jimenez's style. And once that happened, the goal started happening. Then you had the red card for Jimenez. That's why you didn't see him. He yeah. comes back, and then, of course, something else happens. And that's been one of the reasons why they've been up and down is because there's no depth. If you give me their optimal starting 11, Fulham can play with anyone. But right now, they don't have it heading into a really important match for both clubs at Turf, at Turf Moor. Sorry. Yeah, no, that's interesting because obviously we've mentioned Jimenez. Uh, you mentioned Awobe, uh, uh, currently at AFCON. Uh, Calvin Bassett and Tori as well at AFCON, according to this. Uh, but also you've got uh, Adama Traore, Issa Diop, and as you've already mentioned, Harry Wilson. I mean, like, like you said, a lot of them are are, are in your starting eleven. A- a- any team is going to struggle with that amount of injuries. But it's been one of them seasons, hasn't it? A lot of teams have had a lot of injuries. Is there any particular reason why you think this just all just happened at once? You think it's fixture congestion? Well, it's funny because Marco Silva puts it down to fixture congestion, at least for the last two injuries, to Jimenez and then uh, and then Issa Diop because he basically said, I'm paraphrasing, that when you play all these matches, three matches in a very short period of time, injuries like this are going to happen. And the unfortunate injuries for both of these players, and I think you'll agree with me, is when you hear a hamstring injury, it's never going to be like short-term, like a week. Yeah. It's probably going to be longer. And Marco made that kind of uh, clear today that, Raul Jimenez is not going to be a short-term deal. I don't know how long it's going to be, but that's going to affect Fulham. And I think that's also one of the reasons why you're seeing Fulham so desperate at the end of this window. And they just signed Armando Broja uh, on loan from Chelsea. He just, and again, it's not official yet, but it looks like it's a done deal on loan. So that to me is almost like a, a desperate move for Fulham and trying to right the wrong from this summer. They Again, this is not, this is to me like a Band-Aid. It's not a solution. And that to me is what's been frustrating about this opportunity. They were 10th. And instead of building on 10th, they basically just trying to build a team that can basically survive. And that's not good enough for me. That's not good enough. I want them to build on something. We've been the yo-yo club and Burnley might, have that coming your way. and But you want to get beyond the yo-yo. And once yeah. you get beyond the yo-yo, Burnley got beyond that years ago. They went up and down, and then they stayed for a long period of time. Fulham now are trying to s- cement themselves, but there was an opportunity to build on what they already have. We have an excellent manager, and they've not given the manager the tools he needs to succeed. That, to me, is what's very frustrating for me, my friend. No, that's fair enough, mate. I I really feel your pain as well because obviously quite a few seasons ago now Burnley finished seventh, we finished tenth as well recently, and we did the same thing. We just didn't dip into the market enough, um, and then we just ended up fading away, and obviously eventually getting relegated. If you don't continuously improve, 
that's always the fear. Uh, you mentioned there Marco Silva. You said you said he's a really good manager. I was going to ask you how you felt about Marco Silva. Um, obviously, you think he's a really good manager, but he's not really getting the tools at the minute. Um, I know he did a good job at Watford, didn't do so well at Everton, but now doing a good job at Fulham, to be fair, and you, you obviously quite like him. The best way I can describe Marco Silva's time at Fulham, his, his nickname, this should tell you all you need to know, is Genius. That's his nickname. So that should tell you how far he's come from the days of when he was at Hull, when he was at Watford, then went to Everton. Comes to us in the championship. Similar situation for you guys with Vincent Company, one year and right up. And the thing about that is great about, and I'll even say about Vincent Company, I don't know what you guys think about Company. I, I want Vincent Company to be the Burnley manager because I think he will build something on the long term. I yeah, hope they agreed. have the patience for it because when you have a good manager that has a plan in place, like Marco does, a style, don't give up on the style. And for us right now, the reason why Fulham are up and down really is not about Marco Silva. It's about the recruitment. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Away days are fantastic, especially when you win the league at Ewood Park. But there's still nothing quite like playing at home. The same goals for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Yeah, no, fair enough. And just going back to what you said there about Vincent Company, I personally do agree with that. I feel like, you know, we, we need to stick with him. We've, we're building something hopefully special. Um, probably not as confident as that of what I was at the start of the season, but I do still want us to stick by him. And, and fingers crossed we, we continue to build. Uh, yeah. It's not just company in the style. It's the bringing in young players and now selling them on that. That seems to be the new way of doing it. Um but yeah, obviously you mentioned earlier at the start of the show that you're not particularly happy at the minute with the way the season's been going. You've gone into your reasons why. That's fair enough. I completely agree with you, if I'm honest. Um, but Fulham currently in 13th. Right. Not in any danger of the drop for me, in my opinion, simply because the bottom two in us and Sheffield United are terrible. Luton have put the cat amongst the pigeons a little bit. But you're right. all the way in 13th. You need to go on a bit of a bad run to get relegated. But you might do, obviously, with all the injuries. Um, but what's your ambition for this season then what do you want to see Fulham achieve this season well for me I would want Fulham to end more than comfortable and push for 10th uh, where they were last season and you would think that that is possible but like I said with the injuries with everything going on it's going to be difficult a lot will determine and probably we're, we're recording this at the end of the transfer window if they surprise me and bring in a couple more players to go along with Broya then maybe I'll change my tune. But the problem is, and I hate to use this term that I know is used a great deal, but they lack the ambition to push forward. I think that ownership is happy with what I'll call mid-table mediocrity. And that's fine. And 
but it's not fine for me. It, it's just, it isn't. I'm an ambitious person. I want Fulham to kick on and compete with everyone. And I see the, when you have a manager like this that we believe can do that and you don't give him the tools to succeed, that to me is what is driving me crazy because I can see the potential. When you beat two teams 5-0 like Fulham have, we're talking West Ham and Nottingham Forest. I know Nottingham Forest, but West Ham is not someone that you would expect Fulham to be 5-0. And you see it click. And then you see all of a sudden it revert back to you're going from zero to a hundred. Now it goes back to zero again. So yeah. you have to ask yourself why. And I keep going back to the lack of depth. And that to me is like I said, they should be comfortable. I don't see relegation in their future. Could they be in a relegation battle if there's a situation that continues with injuries? Possibly, possibly, but that's just not what I want. I w- if you get a taste of heading in the right direction and then you go backwards, you, you'd be disappointed too. And that's kind of where I am on this because I saw the opportunity. And instead of spending money, spending money the way that I thought they should, they decided not to. And they decided not to replace Alexander Mitrovic. They didn't. And I could go into details of some of the things that I've heard, but I'm just telling you that for me, I was disappointed by the way the director of football handled this summer. And I think it's playing out when you're this inconsistent to me, it's either the manager, it's the players or a combination of the both. And this, it's not the players themselves. It's the lack of depth to give you more on the plate, more talent at your disposal. He doesn't have enough. He's working with a very small squad right now. Yeah, no, that, that that's fair enough. And some good points well made there, um, I feel. I, I do like to always get other fans' opinions on Burnley, especially fans who've not had on the channel before, like yourself. Um, obviously, those watching in the podcast will have noticed the, the, the USA flag in the background there. Uh, and obviously, those listening on the podcast will, will have... Will have Probably place the accent. I, th- I think the accent is pretty, pretty fair yeah. enough. Obviously, Burnley, Burnley have American owners now and have got American um, investment in JJ Watt. Obviously, uh, NFL Hall of Famer. I don't know if you're into NFL. I'm not. Obviously, just stere- stereotyping that you're American and you're into NFL. Um, but yeah, a-, a club that's trying to do things in different ways to what we used to do with Vincent Company and a new style, as you mentioned. What's your thoughts yeah. on what Burnley are trying to do? Well, I give them a lot of credit for taking a chance on a manager like Vincent Company with no experience and basically giving him the tools he needed to succeed. Like you said, you brought in a lot of young players last year. You dominated the uh, championship. I watched several of the matches. Great. And now you come in here and it's almost too much too soon. I've heard that about Burnley and I would tend to agree with that. But are you going to tell me you're not going to want to come back to the Premier League? Of course you are. But I think you need to give this manager time because it's a completely different style from Sean Dyche. Fulham just played Everton. I got a taste of that. I've (laughs) got a taste of what Burnley are doing, and I could see the method to the madness. I have saw it against Fulham already. I just think you've got to be a little bit patient. The chances are you're probably going to go down. Stick with the manager. Stick with the style. Give him the players he needs. Do not just come back up. 
but to succeed in the Premier League. I really like what you're building. And I just see a bright future for Burnley, even if they head down. I, I do. I don't see, don't feel the same way about Luton Town. And I don't feel the same way about Sheffield United like I do about Burnley. A lot of that has to do with the manager and the pieces in place. And like you said, new ownership, they're probably very driven to succeed. And I see success in the future for Burnley, but I do think you have to stick with Vincent Company. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, I do think we should stick with him. I do think we're building something special. And, and it's and it's weird because I, I, I sometimes do a podcast with a Sheffield United fan and a Luton fan. And I said the exact same thing as you. And, and especially now the Luton fans enjoying that comment quite a lot. But the comment I used was, Burnley have a higher ceiling. Much I higher. I still stand by that. I still, even if they stay up this season, I still think in the next five years, Burnley will be placed a lot higher than Luton. And that's because of the way we're doing things, the style, the way we're bringing in the younger people, the investment that we're seeing. Whereas Luton, and and, and this this annoys some Burnley fans, but Luton <laughs> have, have, have built a team for this season, whereas I think we've built a team for the next five. And some Burnley fans do get annoyed at that, but I do think sometimes you just need to take a step back and look at the bigger picture. Yes, we all wanted to do better this season. Nobody's happy to have only 12 points after 22 games. It, it is bordering on the on embarrassing um to be honest with you but it, it is what it is and hopefully we can reap the benefits of it over the next few years uh, and just dick the championship again because let's be honest that is very very fun very very fun um let's focus on the game then how are you expecting Fulham to set up with all these injuries it's going to be interesting so this is what i expect them to i think this is going to be the starting 11 i'll give you what i believe marco is going to do it's going to be leno and that i believe it'll be castagna and Anthony Robinson as your fullbacks. Centre-back pairing, I think, will be Tosin and Ream. In fact, it will be Tosin and Ream because uh, Diop is out. Yeah. Then you're talking in the middle is pretty consistent, but there might be a change here. I'm going to say he will go because they're on the road. He might go with Paulina, Reed, and Pereira. The wild card is Kearney. Will he play Kearney at Turf Moor? If he plays Kearney, that tells me that they're trying to really take it to Burnley and be more on the front foot. If they play Reed, then he's thinking he wants to beat Burnley on the counter. That, to me, is the tell. The tell is the decision between Reed and Kearney. On the left, it will be William on the right, Bobby Decadova Reed. And up front, it will probably be Rodrigo Muniz, because I can't imagine that Broya is ready to go in two days. I wouldn't be against it because Rodrigo yeah. Muniz is not good enough. So Fulham really, this is a wonderful opportunity, I hate to admit, for Burnley because of the injuries and all the situations of not being able to create. So this, to me, is a good opportunity for you. But they still have enough to score goals. Will it be enough? I don't know. Yeah, you definitely have enough to score goals, mate. Our, our defence hasn't been too good this season, just, just to put it politely. Um, obviously, we've struggled this season, only won three games, which means, for me, for us to stay up, we're probably going to need to win, at the very minimum, another seven, then maybe draw right. four. The fact that we've only won three all season suggests that that isn't going to happen. There's going to be a massive turnaround for that to happen. Um, but the point that I'm highlighting, the fact that we've only won three all season, is not to send Burnley fans into depression. It's to bring up the fact that one of them was actually against you guys 
at Craven Cottage earlier in the season. Now, a lot of Burnley fans were shocked by that. Obviously, we've mentioned already that Raul Jimenez was suspended and that kind of played into our hands. Um, But you just, as you mentioned earlier, beat two teams 5-0. What were your thoughts on that game and and how Burnley got the win? Well, I think you have to give a lot of credit to Burnley to the approach that Vincent Company took. He he took it to form. He wasn't afraid to come to Craven Cottage and be on the front foot. And then you get a situation where Fulham, as I've seen on several occasions, when they're not hitting on all cylinders, it's basically, I would call, a road to nowhere, where they're they're basically passing it around, looking for opportunities, and when they don't capitalize on their opportunities, they get hit. And Burnley did more than enough to win that match because they hit back. When you hit back like that and you cannot counter back, then you're going to win the match. So I give a lot of credit to, one, the approach from Vincent Company, and two, the ability to take advantage of the opportunities that came their way and win the match. They won the match. Let's just leave it at that. They won the match. Me as a Fulham supporter can be very disappointed with how they played, but I can't take away all three points that went to Burnley, okay? Because I'm not one that will do that. I won't say, you know what, Fulham should have won. No. Burnley deserved the victory. And that that's the end of the story. So now when you're coming to this match, the only thing for me that I, I look at is that I have an excellent manager who will analyze what went wrong and try to fix it and maybe play within his system to find another way. He doesn't really revert. He, he won't really change formation. He doesn't do any of that. But within his style of play, he will change things up a little bit to make a difference. Like I said, that's why I'm focusing on central midfield and the difference between a Harrison Reed, who is just someone that's going to run around and just be a a nuisance or Tom Kearney who creates, which direction will he go with against Burnley? That to me will tell me a lot about their approach. Yeah, interesting, interesting. But um, obviously going back to the game then on Saturday, I always like to end it with some predictions, mate. So you know, I'll be honest with you, talking to you has given me a bit more confidence as, as to before I came into this chat because you mentioned all the injuries and how you feel about them. Um, so I am thinking we might get a win now after talking to you, um, but we will have to improve on what we've been playing recently. Uh, but yeah, can I get a prediction off you, please, mate? Sure. So with me saying all this, I actually think Fulham have a, ch- have a chance. Not, I'm not predicting a victory because I just think that I think that would be me being way too positive. And I'm a positive person, my friend. But I'm going to say that it's going to be a 1-1 draw. I'm going to I'm going to go with a draw. But what's interesting is if you look at Fulham's season and the play under Marco, Marco does not want draws at all. He's either win or lose. So I could be dead wrong on this because he doesn't he does not play for draws. He plays for victories. That's just the way he goes. He plays with no fear. Fulham will Fulham go to Man City and treat Man City like they're Brighton or like they're West Ham. They don't treat yeah. them like anyone else. I don't think it's an accident that Fulham play Liverpool so difficult in every match in the last two seasons because they play with no fear. But it becomes a talent issue. And when you play a team like Liverpool, you don't have the talent level that they do, and eventually they – have more than enough to beat you. In this case, the talent's pretty similar, but Fulham are hurting with injuries and players out. So 
they're going to have to hope that they can get some moments of magic here and just play solid, and, and they'll be prepared. I'm not worried about that. I'm more concerned about the injuries and the players out, but we'll see. I, I, I'm going to say that they'll do enough, and, and it'll be a 1-1 draw. Yeah, to be fair, I think one one's probably about right. I'm going to predict two one though, just 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 because obviously, like I said, you, you've you've given me a, a bit of confidence with all these injuries out. Why and, did I and do it, that? I mean, and, and and to be fair, I mean, I, I mean, I don't mean mean this with any disrespect because Fulham are a good side, but if you can't beat Fulham when they have all these injuries out, then yeah. you're never going to be able to beat them. And we've obviously already shown that we can beat you. So fingers crossed, we get the win. I don't think it'll matter come the end of the season, if I'm honest, even if we win, it might kick us into gear. Who knows? Um, but obviously I'm recording this on half past eight on transfer deadline day. Uh, we have brought in Maxime Esteve. Hopefully we get a couple more over the line. There's obviously the other French fullback who's supposed to be coming in as well. Uh, so we'll see. That might kick us into gear as well. But Russ, do you want to let everyone know where they can find you and your podcast if they want to sure, digest some can, fun and content before can... we go? You can, you can find me at Cottage Talk on Twitter. You can also find me on any app that has, you know, has, has, a, has a podcast. You can find me there under Cottage Talk. And I'm also, like you, part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Yeah, exactly. And that's how I found you, Russ. I went onto the new Discord that's been that's been created. Saw you on there. Sent you a message on there. Noticed you weren't logged in for a couple of weeks. I thought I'll, I'll find him on Twitter. I'll find him on Twitter. And that's that. That's you basically just seen a behind the scenes look of how I get my guests on the show. Um, but yeah, Russ, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Hopefully we'll meet up again next season. Probably not, but if not, we'll we'll link up again the season after. But thanks for coming on the show, mate. Well, thank you for having me on. It's been a pleasure, and uh, I wish all the best to Burnley the rest of the season. Cheers, bud. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates have already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ornament delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.